0: I had a lot of just blocks within myself and I was wondering, why am I sabotaging myself? And it went back to trust issues. And I invested in myself the wrong belief that I can't trust people. And I had a lot of anger, Andrew. Mm. And I didn't realize why was I investing these emotions of anger and untrustworthiness
1: within myself. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risks, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. Today's episode is sponsored by the Valuation Masterclass Online, the complete proven step-by-step online course to guide you from novice to valuation expert. Podcast listeners can claim your amazing 35% discount by going to deals. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I am here with featured guest Daniel Gomez. Daniel, are you ready to rock? I'm ready to rock, man, and roll. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, let me tell the audience a little bit about you. Daniel Gomez is an award-winning business strategist, corporate trainer, and confidence architect, and is the president founder of Daniel Gomez Enterprises. Daniel speaks and coaches at events all over the world. His passion is to elevate businesses and entrepreneurs to achieve their true potential through their training and coaching programs. Daniel has empowered his clients to build epic success in their personal and professional lives. He is the international best-selling author of You Were Born to Fly. I love that title, Daniel. I love that title. A a book, it's a book written to inspire and give people the high performance habits and confidence needed to be the leaders of their own destiny. Daniel, take a minute and fill in further tidbits about your life.
0: Andrew, I'm just a person who loves people. I love and I value people. And I think that's where most people miss it in life and in business. And you can never value or appreciate people too much. And I say that because when I was young as a leader, I just didn't really appreciate a lot of the people that I led. But as life went on, I just learned to really love and appreciate people because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you do. I could be an award-winning this, award-winning that, business strategy is this, but if your heart's not in it, I don't care what you do, you're not gonna succeed. So I would just say this, I'm a loving father and a loving husband and in the business realm, I love the people that I serve because it's all about serving people. And that's who Daniel Gomez is, Andrew.
1: Well, I want to say, I love that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Thank thank you. Lots of love. That's beautiful. All right. Well, now it's time to get into the question of the day. It's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it, and then tell us your story. I think for me, the worst investment ever was in myself. I think
0: as I was a young kid growing up, I love my dad so much, but in my life, I've had trust issues. And as I was, I've been doing my business development and just personal growth development, I had a lot of just blocks within myself. And I was wondering, why am I sabotaging myself? And it went back to trust issues. And I invested in myself the wrong belief that I can't trust people. And I had a lot of anger, Andrew. Mm. And I didn't realize why was I investing these emotions of anger and untrustworthiness within myself. And as I reflect back on where it came to, I can remember when I was a young kid, we would move around a lot. And there was times when my dad and my mom, like they would have disagreements and they would separate. And i never forget, I pinpointed to just one memory that I was about in first or second grade. And I remember standing at the front door and I told my dad, dad, I want to go with you. He goes, no, don't worry about it, son. I'll come back and I'll get you. And I said, you promised that? He goes, yeah, I'll be back. And even though he was gone and he didn't come back that following day, like he said he was, I guess I never really trusted him in the inside, even though I was the kid. And I carried that with me and as time went on, and it happened again, because my parents, you know, my parents got, worked together for many years, but I learned to build up unforgiveness towards my dad. So the worst investment I ever made was in myself of unforgiveness, because we don't realize that, I didn't realize that, why was I so angry sometimes? Why was I so mad? Because we see the effect of it, right? But we don't know what the cause is. We see the result of being angry, Hot-tempered, right? I go from zero to 100 real quick. Mm. Why, right? I was hot-headed, like they say. And I was like, I couldn't understand it. But as I really searched for the answer, it was just the anger, the hatred. But what was was an underlying issue? That's just at the surface. But the root cause of that was I had a lot of unforgiveness towards my dad. For A, those memories that I had, and for B, just ways he would treat my mom sometimes. And I carried that with me for so many years that as I became an adult, as I got married, I found myself being upset and angry. And finally, one day, I just ended up at a bookstore and I was just crying out to our creator, God, for me. I said, God, why am I so angry? Why am I this person? Why do I just boom, explode? And he showed me, you haven't forgiven your dad. So my worst investment was this, was (laughs) investing so much effort and energy into unforgiveness towards my father, Andrew.
1: Right, wow. Well, tell me a little bit about what you learn from now. I mean, at your age, after going through it all, coming out the other side, and you look back at it, let me tell you, there's many young people that are feeling the same way right now. Tell me some of the things that you learned from this whole experience. When you don't forgive somebody, the only
0: person you're hurting is yourself. And it eats you up. And I say that because this morning I was with one of my clients, and it broke my heart because she carried something with her that she never forgave two people for, and it was hindering her business. So when you don't forgive, the lesson is this. The only person you're hurting is yourself. You're not even hurting that person that you have unforgiveness towards. They could probably care less. So you yourself are just adding more damage, more harm, to your life to whatever you're doing
1: and let's let's break that down because when a young person is in the situation such as you explained about your father they're in a situation where they're feeling you know that resentment or that lack of trust it's hard yes how do very they much. make that change to forgiveness i mean you know your moment of forgiveness came after a lot of pain. Does everybody have to go through all that pain to get to that moment of of getting past that worst investment ever or that worst situation? Well, I'll tell you this because most of
0: the world has the same thought process. And unfortunately, a lot of us have that scarcity mindset. And I'm not just talking about finances, which includes finances, but we all think alike, right? It doesn't matter if I go speak in Thailand or I go speak here in the States, or wherever I go speak at, when you ask this person, I'm going to start this phrase and you finish it. Everybody knows the answer. It doesn't matter where I go speak at. When I say money doesn't grow on and trees. everybody says trees. So when I do that at the conference, I'm like, where are you from? Florida. Where are you from? California. Where are you?" So how does everybody know the answer? Because we all have the same conditioning growing up. Mm-hmm. So I say that because unfortunately you have to go through the pain to realize it's there because most of the time you don't realize that you even harbor that unforgiveness.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned
0: before this morning with my client, she had been carrying this for over 20 years, and she was already in her 40s. Hmm. So the answer is, unfortunately, you usually have to go through that trauma, through that pain before you really see that it's there because most people, ain't, ain't, it's buried underneath. We suppress it. So just yep. think of it as a trash compact. You suppress it, you suppress it, you suppress it, and eventually… You
1: can't po- compact it anymore. You know, yeah, and it comes out. So let me summarize what I took away from what you've shared and let me know what your thoughts are. First thing, you mentioned something and I like this idea of like, what was the cause? So rarely do we look at the cause, We most of the time we look at the effect. And it brings me back to, I, I actually went through a lot of therapy when I was young because I was in rehab. So I basically had to go and learn about feelings because by the time I was 17, I really didn't know feelings and one of the counselors in there said something to me he said anger is not a feeling and it just didn't make sense you know anger was clearly a feeling i can feel angry but what that counselor taught me is something i've carried all my life anytime you have anger look beneath it anger is a defense that's defending you against a painful feeling A feeling of abandonment, a feeling of lack of trust, a feeling of scarce, you know, scared, a feeling like right now in COVID times where people say, How am I gonna pay for, you know, if I don't have a job, you know, and we get angry. But that anger always is hiding some underlying thing. And so that's I love that. Thank you for sharing that with me. That's gonna, yeah, that's
0: a golden nugget right there.
1: Yeah. Now, the other one that you mentioned that I also remember a a counselor saying to me, and remember, this is you know, almost 40 years ago, you know, 35 years ago. This counselor, he said to me, resentment rots the container it's in. And it really is true. Resentment is, you know, comes from the Latin word to re-feel. And when we re-feel something, it really rots us inside. And in my case, the last thing that I'd say is that the way that I had to deal with resentment and get through all that emotional pain and baggage was it in the 12-step program that I'm involved in, they basically have what's called the fourth step. And it's where you make a personal and fearless moral inventory. Basically, you just sit down and write down everything that you've done, you know, wrong, bad, you know, all the things that you feel guilty, ashamed, painful about. It's It's a confession, basically. But you're just writing it for yourself. And that, writing it out, and then later we then say, okay, next thing is to share that with one person that you trust. And, you know, God as you understand that God. And it was those, that practice of going through that, that ultimately released me from those emotions and allowed me at the age of 18 to leave that, or at the age of 17, I left that treatment center, the final place that I went, went and graduated from high school, and then went on with my life and have lived a beautiful life without any drugs or alcohol. So that awesome. fourth step really helped me to sit down. And for the listeners out there that you're suffering right now, one idea is to sit down and write down all the things that you feel bad about, you feel ashamed about, the things that you've done. You know, we've all done those things and start to get that list together. It's your personal private list, but it can help you to start to overcome them. So anything you'd add?
0: I think you gave me some wisdom with that. I think, you know, resentment is refilling and it, it rots the barrel you're in. Exactly. And that's true because I've, I saw that in my brother just from resentment. He literally killed himself. He died very young, but that resentment just ate him up inside. And he had so many health issues that we don't realize when we hold on to that resentment, which is a byproduct of unforgiveness. And he literally killed himself to where he was always sick. Right, He was always, something was wrong with him health-wise. And we don't realize it when you have so strong of a resentment, it really does rot. That's the mm-hmm. first thing that came to mind. So. I encourage your audience to really just ask yourself this question cuz the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions you ask yourself. And most people never were taught to ask themselves questions. We're used to being trained, right? We're used to being taught what to do. So write this down. Who do I need to forgive? Mm. Who do I need to forgive in this moment in my life? And the truth is that as you continue to ask yourself that question as you progress in life, there's always somebody new you have to forgive because you have so much emotions inside that are buried, unforgiveness, that if you were to realize, man, (laughs) all these people I got something with, you don't even realize it. Your head would explode because your reticular activating system, it protects you because it's too much information. Mm -hmm. But at the right time when you're ready to go to the next level, your heart, your mind's gonna show you, okay, you gotta deal with this issue.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. So, ladies and gentlemen, Pick that one person that comes to mind that you need to forgive. Now, it also kinda, you know, one other thing I was thinking about, Daniel, is that whenever we use the word resentment, is it a positive or a negative connotation? Definitely you know, it's negative, you know. Yeah,
0: negative. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean it's not funny, but it just People wonder why does so much negative crap come into my life. Why does why do so many negative things come into my life? It's like, because your heart, you're, it's where people don't realize this. We're a magnet. We're not a, people think we're human beings trying to figure out the spiritual world. We're actually a spiritual being in a human body that's going to rot. Mm. And we give off a vibration. It's a proven scientifically. They have this, I don't can't think of the camera what it is, but they'll take a picture of you. They actually show your body in motion. Because that's how fast we move. Because we're made of atoms, we're made of molecules. Yep. So you're giving off a magnetism. You're a magnet. So when you give off that resentment, guess what you're going to get back? More negativity in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's, I, I, I smile, and I, I, but it's not something it's like, because I want people to understand
1: it. it's serious. It's like. Yep. So I was thinking that since the word resentment has a negative connotation, and we know from the Latin root word that it means to re-feel, Maybe we can rename it and say, let's call it refeel and turn it positive and say, what positive emotions are you going to refeel today? Yes, I love that. Yes, yes. So let's have some more refeeling of our positives. All right, so let's get down to it. I want you to think about a young man or woman who is in your situation when you were in your darkest time and i want you to think about how we can help them because they we've touched them a bit by them thinking yeah i think this is you know an issue for me but they don't know what to do and i'm going to ask you this question to help them based on what you've learned from this story and what you continue to learn in your life what one action would you recommend they take to avoid suffering easy talk to somebody about it when you release
0: the emotion just talking to somebody it doesn't allow it to take a deep root in you. And the problem, and I'll, and I'll just address this to men because I think mm. more men struggle with this than women do. Women are great at communicating, and some men are terrified, right? Or terrible at it because, in my demographics, Hispanic males, you got to be tough. Yep. You got to be a man and you harbor those emotions. So I would just say something as simple as calling somebody and just talking about it and expressing
1: your feelings because you release that negative energy. Beautiful step, beautiful step. All right, last question. What's your number one goal for the next 12 months?
0: My number one goal is, I'm not even joking when I say this, my number one goal in the next 12 months is I'm gonna speak to an audience of 10,000 people and really just transform lives and let them know how awesome it is when you truly forgive, when you truly value yourself because no one here was born to be mediocre. You were born for greatness. You were born for success. You were born to fly. Like my book says, you were born to fly. And when you realize that, when you realize the day you open your eyes and you realize that I've been worth millions my whole life and I've been undervaluing who I am, then your life changes and you really start appreciating who you are. And you take yourself more serious and you invest in yourself in ways you never had before.
1: So listeners, you can't see Daniel right now, but I can. And behind him, it says, Daniel Gomez inspires. And he did, in fact, do that. So listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. To find more stories like this, previous episodes, and resources to help you reduce your risk, visit myworstinvestmentever.com. And as we end, Daniel, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. I know it's painful talking about our losers, but our listeners are learning to win as a result and Most importantly, I want to congratulate you for being one of the brave ones who has turned your worst investment ever into your best teaching moment. Do you have any parting words for the audience?
0: Yes. My words of wisdom are this. When you realize that life is a journey of steps, you'll stop putting so much pressure on yourself and wanting to run and take big leaps. Sometimes think of the the tortoise and the rabbit. It's not how fast you get there. The thing is, I'm making progress to get there. And at the end, the tortoise won. So remember, the smallest step every day towards the future you want is going to get you there. So don't give up, and take one step every day to the future and life you deserve and you desire.
1: Beautiful. Well, that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our well, fellow risk takers. I'll see you on the upside.